Check, check. Mic check. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show is live. It's 11 a.m. Thursday, May 5th. Round 17 of the Monster Energy Supercross Series coming up this weekend in Salt Lake City. Yeah, last round. It's over. Not much going on. Christian Craig's title uh, looks okay to be secured. Got like an 18-point lead or something. Other than that, the 450 Supercross title is uh, done. The 250 East title is done. And uh, lots going on um, when it comes to outdoors, though, and lots of silly season stuff to talk about as well. Uh, Jason Thomas and Michael Antonovich on the show. Today we are giving away a Fly Racing Grande Roller Bag, 702-586-7857. For you people who want to try to win something, give us a call. And um, we uh, we would appreciate it, man. Lots to talk about when it comes to uh, to the sport right now. Uh, a lot of buzz, a lot of rumors, a lot of things going on. So we'll we'll, talk, we'll touch on some of that and and more with your phone cals. Thank you to Fly Racing, Justin Brayton, R.J. Hampshire, Styles Robertson, uh, um, uh, you name it. They're wearing Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com, and uh, they've got a gear style that'll suit you. And they got a helmet the, that is simply amazing. The Formula helmet's great. So please uh, uh, go to FlyRacing.com. Go to motorsport.com. Go to your local dealer. Check out the latest and greatest from the folks at Fly Racing. They, um, yeah, summer is coming up, so they have a whole line of watercraft stuff. They have snowmobile stuff for next year. They have moto. They have off-road uh, as well. They got the Revel chest protectors that go underneath your jersey. I mean, just so on and so forth. They got boots. Zombie Blows won an Aussie Supercross title with Fly Racing boots, so you know they're they're good. Uh, lots to talk about when it comes to Fly Racing, and I want to thank the folks at Get Pro Taper, FMF Vision, Maxis, Plum Creek Funding, all on the show tonight as well. Uh, Plum Creek Funding, yeah, uh, Zach there, at Plum Creek Funding, helping out a lot of industry people, a lot of people uh, uh, around uh, the Colorado area. In fact, they help out in twelve states. Uh, if you're looking to purchase a home in 2022, if you're a first time buyer, uh, an investor. Plum Creek Funding has programs to suit your needs. Already own a home, looking to pull cash out, or you want to lower your rate, go ahead and do that. Contact a professional with over 25 years' experience, 12 states they can work with. Reach out to Zach Morris today, Z-A-C-H at PlumCreekFunding.com, P-L-U-M, CreekFunding.com. So thank you to uh, Zach and ProTaper as well, that ACF bar. Doing good, big things out there. It's the first carbon fiber reinforced aluminum handlebar for motocross. It's got the carbon core system as well in it. 7,000 series uh, aluminum and uh, the lightest one and one eighth handlebar out there. And uh, more room on the bar for more controls, right? Really, really uh, cool to see. So uh, thanks to ProTaper.com. They have them in four bends. 139.99 is uh, is the price for those. And uh, so, yeah, thanks, um, thanks everybody. 702-586-7857. Uh, what's up, Tits Legendary? How are you? Hey, Steve. What's glad going to, on? Glad to be here. 
How's, how's things going? Uh, good, bittersweet, and a super cross. But oh, bittersweet. At, yeah, uh, you just told me some very good news about the next show, which I'll keep uh, under wraps. Oh, for Monday show. For Monday show, yeah. yes. Very yeah. Yeah, excited yeah, yeah, yeah. for that. Um, yeah, you're in. You're in Monday. Yeah, I'll uh, be here. Talon uh, is a little upset at that. Oh, I'm sure he, he's yeah. not happy due oh, yeah. to the in-studio guests. But uh, you know, I what? control yeah. the schedule, so it yeah. is what it is. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. You, but, you you make the shots, Tits. Oh yeah. But, uh, so we're we're off for the next couple of weeks, and it will be a Thursday before Paula. Yeah, bring on the outdoors. So uh, you bring your outdoor. Oh, I will. Mood. In. You can be sure of that. All right, fantastic. Yep. Let's get Jason. Dungey's in the outdoors. Don't forget. Yeah, your guys I'm back. All in. Oh, your guys oh. back. Unbelievable. <laughs> Fly racing, roll grande roller bag. That sounded uh, weird, uh, uh, but we got that to give away. And uh, again, your your calls. We got a few 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 line, few phone calls, a uh, few phone lines open still uh, to talk about. So uh, obviously, too uh, big news tomorrow, the Yamaha LCQ Challenge race is happening. Cancelled in uh, Denver uh, due to high winds. We are having it tomorrow in Salt Lake City, two o'clock. It should go, and really looking forward to that. Got a lot of uh, got a lot of money out there right now for these riders. Got a lot of things on the go. It should be over a hundred grand, which is really Really cool, uh, and we're going to give away. I think the winner will probably get 20, 25K. Uh, so, yeah, big deal. Six minutes plus a lap. Thanks to all the sponsors, Blowfish for Hangovers, Yamaha, of course. we got a bike. You can still get the raffle tickets, everybody. Go to pulpamex.com. Go to RacerX. Go to my bio on Instagram. The link to buy tickets is there. And, uh, yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. It's really cool. It's going to be a great time. These privateer guys are going to make some money, have some fun. Hopefully uh, we don't have any carnage going on, um, but we have one more week to get ticket sales. So that's awesome, man. Uh, again, 702-586-7857. And uh, to talk to uh, Jason Thomas about uh, Salt Lake City more, uh, here we go. What's up, JT? How are you? Much is happening over 100k for this Yamaha LCQ race. I told you we would get there. Yeah, you were you, you were sitting at 50, and I'm like, man, I, I feel like it's gonna pile in at the last minute. And also, we got an extra week, so yeah, yeah. Um, I got some help in that prediction. Yeah. Have you ever won 25k, 20k in a race? Uh, one single race, I think the most I got was 15. Um, no, that's not true. I won 22 in Germany one weekend. Okay. Um, I've had a bunch between like 10 and 22. Right. So. Well, this should pay pretty good. 20 to, 20 to 25 grand um, uh, for uh, uh, six minutes of work. Yeah. So my And also my buddy, uh, he owns, um, I believe it's Elite Pool Building Supply, something like that in Florida. He wants to donate another 1000 Oh, wow. Um, so he has a couple of ideas, which I want to talk to you about, but whatever. He said we could also come up with something if we had a great idea for where yeah. to attribute that to also. Yeah, we, uh, we, uh, we have some, um, some uh, OnlyFans girls stepping up, too, for Lit Kid. Yeah, it's, this thing's really, yeah. really escalating. <laughs> yes, you could say that, right? I mean, in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah, right? yeah. it's just getting yeah. like getting crazy. Everybody's piling in, which is awesome. You know, for sure. Uh, looking forward to it. I think Chiz and Brees are in the second row. Uh, Rod Bell's riding well. Uh, Moran's is riding well. Tristan Tristan Lane, A Ray, Carnow. I like this thing. We're gonna do a close pins for gate pick. So who knows where who starts? But I like Moran's and Carnow to battle this thing out. Okay. What do just because of the start? Yeah, just six minutes. They're good starters, right? <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, I think Moran's really is going to do himself a, a whole lot of good with starts. Um, it's going to be chaos, though, and, and I think that if you can get ahead of it, you don't even have to be the fastest guy, but if you can just 
avoid all the drama, yeah. you're, you know, you're going to end up in the top five. Yep. Um, yep. So I think, you know, the, the most interesting parts of this to me will be how, how far can Chisholm move forward? Because I don't think anybody's going to give anybody any quarter, right? Like every spot is worth so much money. If, you know, typically in a, in a race, you know, Chisholm kind of can just surgically move through the pack, but I don't think anybody's going to move over or yeah. give you the line or yeah, do anything yeah. like that in this race. So it's going to change that dynamic quite right. a bit. Yeah, no, it should be, should be interesting to watch for sure. Uh, we got some lines open up here. And uh, all right, JT, Salt Lake City, how's the weather looking? How are we, how we, how we looking at? Yeah, I think we're going to be okay. Um, it's going to be a little chillier than I would prefer. Um, okay. You know, it's gonna, the high is only 68, which means in a, in a race like Salt Lake, it'll be cool all morning and then get decent in the afternoon. But, you know, no chance of rain that I see or anything like that. So it should be pretty decent, similar to probably what uh, what Denver ended up being. All right. No Eli Tomac this weekend. Uh, he's going to let his knee heal up. Uh, MCL injury, as he talked about on Monday's show. Count me in as a little skeptical. He said he'll be fine for the outdoors. It just takes rest. Uh, but that means he's not going to be ready, not going to be riding that much. It says the MCL is the is the ligament on the inside of the knee. That's where you grip the bike. That's what gets tired later in the motos. That's why we've seen him drop back a little bit in soupy. I don't know, man. It kind of smells like, hey, I'll give the uh, outdoors a shot, and if it's not going well, you know, I'll be out. And so, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm pretty pessimistic about Eli Tomac's chances to get, get all the uh, get all the uh, rounds in for outdoors. Yeah, I don't know um, if I'm there because honestly, when I watch him ride, like he looks really good in, in time qualifying, and you know, in the heat race at Denver, there's no way you could tell me that he looks hurt out there, you know. So I don't necessarily think it's something that's going to hold him back. I think resting for a month is going to do him a whole lot of good. So I, I'm more optimistic than I guess okay. you would be, simply because when I watch him ride, I don't see a guy that is suffering all that much. Now, oh. maybe it was, maybe it was painful. And I know at the end of the races, he was backing off whatever, but I also saw him at like peak Eli several times uh, in, in all of those weekends. So I, I think with a month off and if the doctor's telling him that this is going to heal on its own, I think we'll be okay. Right. All right. Um, so without Tomac there, if I got to break down a wind pie, for um a win pie for um a Salt Lake City. Give me uh give me Anderson at forty five percent, give me Sexton at thirty percent, and give me Mookie at twenty five percent. I think those three can win. I'm gonna, You're gonna go Mookie at twenty five percent when he's never won before. I just yeah, because the we, well we Zach Osborne won the weirdo last race and Marv so had twenty five percent when someone's sure. never won. Sure. You okay. don't know statistics very well. Who? Do you? Who? Well, again, he's third favorite to win. He just got second and rode a great race in Denver. His knee seems to be okay. He's going to be hungry. Oftentimes, if you, say, if you will give me, if you will give me those odds, you take twenty five percent. I'll take. So it's what three to one, four to one. I'm not, I wouldn't it take it. I have two other riders favored more, better than him. In my, I eyes. understand, but I'm yeah. telling you, I'll give you odds. Like, I'll give you. Yeah, no, I wouldn't take it because there's two riders who I would think I have a better chance of winning. I wouldn't take it. You're basically telling, like, I'm going to give you four times that's the fine. Line, you could give me. Then you can't assign him 25%. Would you give, would you give me 100 work. times on Cade Clayson winning? Because I wouldn't take it. Or whatever yeah. odds you want. Yeah, exactly. I'm not but taking you're, it. You would, you would give Cade a 1% chance of winning? 
It doesn't matter. I would you not. Give me whatever money you want. I'm not taking it because it's 25% chance. I'm taking Sexton or Anderson is, is the point of this. is they're, they're, they're the two guys I favor to win. I do think Mookie can grab a win the last race of the year. Weirdo things happen, and he's hungry, right? He's going he's gonna to be trying. He just literally got second uh, you know, six we days will, ago. Uh, so. We will take this up in a group text, but 25% when someone's never won before is, is – craziness he's third he's going to be third in the points probably and he just got second i just I, i'm not sure where you're thinking this is crazy talk but anyway i'm just talking statistically so anderson it's and math. okay so anderson and sexton and, and and who else can win here uh i think marvin could definitely win mm-hmm. um i mean he he won the penultimate round at this this race last year and uh he's really been coming on pretty strong and he's won plenty of races i don't know 11 races or something he's won maybe more um, so I, I would put him much higher chance of winning than Mookie just simply because he's been there and done it before. And, uh, and Mookie hasn't yet. So until, until Mookie proves that he can do it, I, I, I think his, his odds stay pretty low. So I hope we get a battle. Um, I think Jason Anderson's chances of winning are, are pretty high. I would say over 50%, just the, the run he's been on and the confidence he's riding with. Then you take Eli Tomac out of the equation and I honestly, like my real opinion is then he only looks at Sexton. Like he, I think he looks at Sexton and is like, well, if, I, if he has any issue or, you know, if I don't have to deal with him, it's over. Because I, I don't think that's straight up right now that even Mookie or Marvin can beat Jason Anderson. Though just the form he's on and the confidence he's riding with. Yeah, it seems like uh, they're you know those guys are going to be the guys to beat. Uh, I, tough. Anderson's you know struggled before with. Um, with uh, um, altitude and all that, but again, he's in, been in New Mexico. He was great in Denver. I guess we're all we're all fine, you know. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, any. You know, obviously Denver, there were there were no ill effects of that whatsoever. And again, um, you know, so much of the sport is mental, and I think he's just kind of reached this spot where he he knows where he is as far as his abilities and the bike and everything else. So I think he's entering these races pretty calmly. You know, he doesn't seem like he's even forcing anything. If he, if he doesn't get the whole shot, if even if he's fifth or sixth, he just methodically moves forward. He knows that he's better than these guys over the course of 21 minutes, and he just lets the race come to him. Do you, I guess, again, you know, we're ending, we're ending the first Monster Energy Supercross Series in a couple of years uh, with fans and, and, and a regular quote-unquote race, and we're back in Salt Lake Still not happy that they're doing this. Um, you know, I know they get a bunch of money from Utah, and I like it, but yeah, still not a fan, man. Small stadium, crappy dirt. Uh, at least in Vegas, they can go outside. You know, they got Thunder Alley or whatever they call it. So, yeah, I still don't like ending it in Salt Lake City. I don't know why. Just don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally would much rather be in Vegas, too. So uh, I'm on your side, but I, I also don't think they expected for Sam Boyd to be there because it's still there, right? Yeah, still there, but I guess it's closed and in disrepair. Right, right. right? So I, yeah. I, right. I think their hands are kind of tied. I don't think that they have had an opportunity to go into, um, I don't even know the name of it, the new Raider Stadium. And, you know, Sam Boyd is closed. So if they don't go to Salt Lake, where do, or they don't go to Vegas because they can't, you know, where do they go? And, and you know, Salt Lake is, is opening themselves up with both, both arms. So I don't I – don't, think it's really a situation where they're like turning down a better situation but yes i think everybody involved other than maybe uh those involved with the race itself are hoping that we end up in vegas for the next few years again for the finale 
All right, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Mike Alantonovich coming up next. Uh, we do have some callers here. First up, it's uh, Brandon. Brandon, what's up, man? Yeah, I just had an idea for Pulpomix Fantasy because I know you had talked about wanting to get more people to pick the FFLs. Have you ever thought about trying to handicap the FFLs? Like individually, yeah. so like I don't know. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's pretty tough already, right? So. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Just because, like, a lot of times it feels like a bunch of people are picking the exact same teams, or the you know majority of the same guys. I was like, maybe that would mix it up a little bit. But yeah, maybe. I don't know. All right. Thanks for the call, I don't man. Know if Marks would like it. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll get Marks on it. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I think it's uh, just to answer that. I think it's in some ways we're. The, the game is very complex, right? And and to grow this thing, there are limits to how complex it can it can be. Like those two things start to work against each other. The more complex you make it, the less mainstream and the more and the less people we can really get to latch onto it because they just aren't going to take the time to learn it. So we we'll just have to balance that aspect of it because comparatively to what other games are out there, it is it is really complex when you compare it to like the Rocky Mountain fantasy game or anything else out there. There's it takes a lot to learn anyway. So I think that's part of it is like how crazy do we want to get with this? How many layers of this do we really want to make? Right. Uh, I agree. Cameron, what's going on, man? Cameron. Oh, sorry, I didn't know you were coming to me. Uh I just had a question about the World Supercross. Uh, are they going to allow, allow them to have works frames, or are those going to be factory, uh, like they yeah. are the same restrictions that they do over in America? Great question. I don't even know. I haven't heard. I guess I should have asked those guys. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, JT, you heard anything? Did you say works screens? Works frames. I didn't know what that meant. Works frames. Oh, works frames. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, with it being uh, FIM, I would assume that they will follow whatever – you know, whatever the rules are for FIM. So if it's, it's a world championship and they're following the same guidelines that MXGP is, I don't see a problem. The, uh, the, the standard frame is an AMA rule. So I don't see how that would apply. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, the, 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 the pro for keeping it a production rule is the costs, you know, for these teams. And if someone shows up with some radical bike, the, these other teams are going to be complaining or whatever, but yeah, the, the, the exactly mm-hmm. the FIM rules are anything goes. So it's a good question, uh, Cameron, for sure. I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I got one other question. I've got a – it's about a blue crew. Uh, so my dad, he used to rip back in the day, and he's in his early 60s now. It's probably been about 20 years since he's ridden. Uh, and he's looking at the uh, YZ450 FX because mm-hmm. he's going to do single track and t- keep it off of the trail. Yep. Uh, and I don't think he's really wrapping his mind around how quick fuel injected 450s are these days. Uh, how how does that Wi-Fi tuner? Can you really make a noticeable difference on yeah the yeah yeah you can throttle you can, response yeah and you can turn it down pretty good. And you the the cool thing about it is the parameters they set in the app make it so that you won't do any damage to the bike or anything else. Or, you know what I mean? It's all within reason. So, um, no, th- it's a pretty good deal. You could really adjust a lot of stuff for it. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. You just, you know, make it all uh, pretty tame, and um, it-, it should be okay. should be a noticeable difference. Very nice. That's kind of what I've told him, too, and I've been yeah. uh, trying to push him towards the YZ for sure. So, yeah, okay, well, cool, yeah, that's, it's a good bike. Uh, Wygant's got one, he loves it, so, um, you know, it's already um, a little tamer than a, than a YZ, than a normal YZ uh, with a cam profile, 
I believe, mm-hmm. and then you do the cam profile that comes stock, and then you do the ignition, and yeah, you can make that thing pretty easy for like an older guy. Yeah, we'll see if we can get him doing some burnouts on it too. There you go. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Appreciate uh, it. FMF Vision. We're not giving away a pair of FMF Vision goggles because Cade didn't make the main, so. Way to let all of our listeners down, Cade Clayson. Uh, Max's Tires, Plum Creek Funding, Pro Taper, and Get all on board with us. Uh, we got another question here from um, Brett. Brett, what's up, man? Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. Hey, uh, just a quick thought. Uh, how about if you offered money during your race for, like, longest wheelie? Like, wouldn't it be cool to have everybody doing wheelies down the start straight, you know, as yeah. they return? And then uh, who's, no? who's judging it, and how am I going to measure it, and what if one guy says he was longer than the other guy, and, you know? Yeah, I, I get it a, just would be cool. Okay, but i got to, like, measure this stuff, right? Yeah, it. yeah, exactly. So that that's where I'm always, like, I've got a bunch of ideas from fans, and I'm like, how do you want me to measure that? And, you know, if somebody says, you know, the guy, who, the guy who crashes first, well, there's 22 guys. What, what, if, I don't, what if I miss yeah. the guy that lays it down in a turn, right? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I can't really do that. So. Yeah, I know. I know. I just think right. it'd be cool to see everybody well, hanging wheelies all over the place. Yeah, I would like that. I, my money's on car now if, if, if we did do that. <laughs> Absolutely. So, all right. Yeah, thanks. me too. Thanks, man. Appreciate the call. You're welcome. Uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. So, speaking of percentages, uh, how sure are we, JT, that Craig's got this thing? Like, what, what, where are you at? I mean, obviously, Salt Lake last year, he came in uh, a f- some few points behind Nichols and, and, and broke a foot or a leg or something, right? And, um, yeah, so where are you at? I'm pretty confident, but I'm more interested in uh, the approach that I would be taking and what your thoughts on that. Um, if I am, and, and we know that, that Bobby Reagan and that team, they really think outside the box, right? They don't approach situations the same way everybody else does, and they really kind of don't care what other people think. Right, they had McElrath start in Sexton's Gate, you know, that couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, they, they don't yeah, yeah. really care. Like, they'll do whatever they think is, is going to give them the best chance to win. I was thinking, you know, for one, you go talk to Christian and you just say, hey, every weekend you've been talking about I want to win and I want to be aggressive. And I'll, forget all that. Like, we're, we're done with that here. That's, that's resulted in a lot of crashing and not exactly where we want to be right now. So we're just going to chill. We're going to get in the main event. And then I'm going to assign uh, Nate Thrasher or whoever, and he's going to ride shotgun. And he's just going to ride around behind you, and no one's going to mess with you. And you're just gonna, we're just going to put in laps just like you would at the practice track at about, I don't know, 90%. Don't take big chances. Don't come out of the turn at, you know, fourth gear wide open and hit the whoops and try to impress everybody in the stands. We're, we're done with all of those chances. Just bring it home. That's it. That's, that's really how I would do it. Because, okay, you're, unless you're just like, screw it, I want bonus money, I'm going to go for the win, which I think is a terrible idea in the showdown. What do you have to gain here? No one, no one cares. You've already signed your 450 deal. That's done. Just ride around. You know, get in the main event in the heat race, which will be easy for him to do. And whatever. I, like, I love the way Justin Cooper approached that race last year. Don't take any chances. If anything goes wrong, hit the brakes. You've got this guy that's on your team that's just going to ride around. If I'm, if I'm Bobby Reagan, I go, here you go. Here you go, uh, Nate Thrasher. Here's a couple extra grand. You know, so you're, you're, you feel like you're compensated for your effort here, and we just ride around and get the title done. Yeah, if, uh, if Hunter wins, he, Craig has to get um... – 14th or better something you know something like that and 15th or 13th or better right so i think it's i think it's even worse than that is it 
Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he's 18, 18 points up. So maybe it, maybe it's something like that. Yeah. So, um, but either either way, man, just just ride, just ride. Like right. I, for him to get 13th, I'm not saying he can roll around, but don't like we have seen Christian really pushing, like really going for it, and I just don't think that's the the smartest approach in in this situation. It's a showdown. Anything can happen for sure. Lots going on, but I could see Hunter winning again. He's on a roll. He's feeling it. You know. Um, yeah. I, I think Jet wins. Okay. I think Jet wins. All right. Yeah, I think uh, I think Jet is. My opinion, Jet is the superior rider in the 250 class. Um, Christian can definitely ride with him at his peak, but Christian's crashed a lot in this series too. Uh, and I, my opinion is that Jet is is simply better at Supercross than Hunter is. So what do you? So you think you think if Hunter is second, Jet still wins, just takes off, or do you think Jet lets Hunter win and then? Or, or is there some sort of shenanigans with like, hey, Craig's fifth, so Jet just go win? I think yeah, I think that's a little bit situational, right? And uh, Jet's going to have to pay attention to the bit board. And if if Craig is under duress and he's flirting around to make it interesting, then yeah, I think you have to let Hunter go by. I don't expect that to happen, um, but I would I would guess that Lars or someone over there is going to say, hey man, you've really got to pay attention to the pit board because if we need you to make a move here, you can't just be in a la land and then you know not not give us that six point swing. Right. I think Hunter wins. You think Jet wins. Uh, I think Forkner will be really good, and I think uh, Mosman will be a couple of guys that could, you know, just kind of take off with this thing and win the showdown and and go into the outdoors knowing that hey man, like I, I made it happen, you know. Yeah, Forkner's uh, Forkner's a, a good pick there. I like that. Um, for me, Mosman is just he just makes too many mistakes. Um, he has a little bit of Marty in him where he just. He enters every race thinking that the front tire is incapable of sliding, and it bites him so often. He just loses the front end over and over and over. And, and I know it's just from pushing, right? He's just trying to go mm-hmm. faster, and he's over-trusting the front tire, but it bites him really often. Um, so I, I think a track like Salt Lake, I, I just could see something like that going down again. Who do you like to get third in the 450 points right now? Uh, it, it, there is usually some money for this. Um, Barsha's 275. Coming off two not so great races, uh, Bar- uh, sorry, that's the, that's the old points. My bad. Um, I got it right here. Great radio. Who do you like it? M- Mookie's ahead. Mookie's ahead by like four over Barsha and like nine over Marv. Um, I don't like Barsha just because his his track record at Salt Lake has been pretty poor. Um, but I would probably just go with the points. I I don't see you know the depth of this class allowing a huge move to be made without a crash um so yeah i would just go with uh you said uh mookie is is ahead in the point yeah mookie is four yeah right so i would go with mookie i I think the only chance there is if if marv goes and wins and then mookie has an off race maybe maybe something gets done there um but just this these Results right now are really predictable because everybody's out of the class. Everybody's on the sideline, and we're losing another one in Tomac this weekend. You, you talk about uh, Barsha's results at Salt Lake, and they weren't they, on, when he was on Yamaha two years ago. We all talked about that, him and AP, really bad and, and, and all that. But even last year on the Gas Gas, he went 14-7 at the two rounds. So it could be something with Salt Lake for Bam Bam. Yeah, I just think it's his, maybe his riding style. Um, and and he's obviously incredibly talented. I just don't think – 
that his aggressive style matches up well when this track is uh, is hard and, and a little bit slippery. Now, if it was a rainy situation, you know, we've seen snow and rain and all kinds of weather at this track, I think that helps him and it, and mm-hmm. it would kind of bring him back to the, the front a little bit. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, I think you're going to get a, a harder, slippery, more uh, finesse, uh, type track, which is why I think Marvin rides really well here. Why Sexton was so great here last year. Uh, it just it's just not what Barsha's strength does. Uh, Jason Jason Thomas from Fly Racing on the uh, Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show. I want to thank the folks at Get Get Get. Whether it's two stroke, four four stroke ECUs, the RPM dashboard as well, wireless hour meter. Their sister company uh, Athena has a lot of uh, hard parts, cylinders, and pistons and big bores. Uh, so please, thanks. If you want something from Get, uh, email us using the contact form on PulpMX, and I will um, pass it on to the folks at Get. They'll give you a discount. Uh, lots of things at, at Get Data, and uh, Antonio Caroli, of course, coming over to America. is a big Get guy, and uh, yeah, they got, when it comes to electronics and hard parts through Athena, uh, Get's got you covered. So thanks to those guys uh, uh, for coming on the show, and of course, Plum Creek Funding, FMF Fission, Maxis, Pro Taper, and more. Uh, JT, I've got a uh, – well, we've got a couple calls we'll get to in a second. Um, but I, in speaking about the outdoors, I got a DM from somebody who's very angry that Ryan Dungey got to keep number five. Now, it's not in use. He, he lost it, though, after being retired mm-hmm. for so long. Where do you stand with this? What's, what's Jason Thomas's thoughts on – you know, we all know you were on the Pulp Show saying that it was okay for that guy to to give up two 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 for Caroli. He hadn't made a mm-hmm. motos ever, you know. And life's tough. I think you said life isn't always fair, or whatever you said on the show. Life's hard sometimes. Life's hard sometimes. Yeah. Um, where are you at with Dunge getting the five? Like I don't care. My opinion is yeah, I'm, like I'm, I don't I'm care. Fine with it. What does it hurt? You know, that's what I always look at. If if there's upside to it, which there is, I think you know marketing, familiarity, all those things that Dungey brings back to the series, and it doesn't hurt anybody or anything. No one's using it. it. There's literally no ill effect other than somebody being offended for some reason that I don't really respect that opinion so well, much. Well, you know, there's rules, right? There's rules. And the rules are being but, bent for a superstar. Understandable. But what in this rule bending, mm-hmm. who is being negatively affected? If it's no one, which I truly believe it's no one, right. unless you want to say, like, you're upsetting me and that's worth anything. Okay. Yeah. But I believe that no one's being negatively affected. Then there's a lot of upside. So let's do it. Okay. All right. All right. So it's just like, like the Caroli situation, you're, you're fine. And I think the Caroli one is tougher because yeah. someone actually has the number, right. you know, the dungeon one to me is a no brainer. Like okay. it's not even in use. Why would we not let him use it? Right. Okay. I, I, I don't care. I told the guy, I wrote the guy right. back and said, I don't really care. Like whatever. Yeah. That's I mean, if, unless yeah. you're just a stickler for rules and, right. and you want to go with this isn't, you know, this isn't nom type thing. Fine. But yeah, I would just answer back and say, what, what's the damage here? Yeah, you yeah. know, what, what's actually being hurt? And if you can't give me anything, then right. so be it. Okay. All right. A few more calls before we let you go. First up, it's Tyler. Tyler, what's up, man? I uh, just had a question. Do you think we start seeing more fill-in rides from, uh, like, what Chiz got, um, where the the teams are looking more at, you know, the privateers and stuff instead of the – the amateurs and do you think we start seeing more guys get opportunities to ride for these teams mm, that's a good question the chiz fill-in surprised me a little bit but it did make sense um you know he, he rides a yamaha and the people like them they generally don't grab 
you know, older privateers to fill in for those types of rides. So that one was a, a little bit of a left field, but it made some sense when you looked at it when it after it happened. But no, I don't think so. I mean, Savachi's filling in over at Cowie. He'd been there before, right, uh, coming off an ACL. I, I, JT, I don't see these guys filling in more with privateers and things like that. I don't think so because, unfortunately, and I have found myself in this spot many, many times, um, teams don't get a lot of value out of riders getting 15th. They, don't, they just don't. Um, there's not, they don't get publicity. They don't get headlines. They, it's just not, they spend a ton of money and that's not what they're there for. And that, that was why I often found myself on the outside looking in, not getting that factory bike is because top end of my range was, you know, eight to 10. And that wasn't good enough for the time, effort and cost to do it. Um, so I think Chiz was one of the unique situations where he could jump into a different class and do really well, which he proved, right? And that's also why you're not seeing Chisholm given a factory 450 to fill in right now for other people like Ferrandis or other people because they don't see it, you know, 8 to 10 to 12 being worse switching everything over to that factory bike. It's just, it's just yeah. kind of how it works and always has. Yeah. It was it was cool to see, and then I mean I would love to see some of these privateers get that opportunity. I mean, like yep. Starling, even Morans, like yeah. they've done exceptionally well this this season. I, I there was the low key rumors of Carnell riding for Mitch. Not that I didn't hear from anybody from Pro Circuit side or anything else, but I mean we used to see that JT. You were around in those days. We used to see that, but yeah, it it, it ended at some point, and. Um, I don't know. I guess to uh, maybe the energy drinks don't care as much anymore as far as getting anybody out there, and, and for the reasons that JT says too, like eight to ten yeah. is, is just like whatever. So, uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Jake's on three. Jake, what's up? You got a works connection question? Yeah, um, I've been trying to get a hold of Motorsport, and I haven't been able to. And I was hoping maybe between you and JT, there'd be an answer. Um, they've been out of stock for a while, and this is my first year racing, so I really wanted to get one. Okay. So I'm just trying to figure out if you guys know what the stock issue is, or if you have any idea. Well, like, I can I can get you an answer. On getting them back. I can get you an answer. I promise. Use the contact form at pulpamex.com. Okay, and it goes it goes okay. to, it goes to us, and I will get you an answer. So send me an email. And I'll figure it out through motorsport.com or the Works Connection guys and get you an answer. That would be perfect. Thank you. All right. No problem. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's what we do here in JT. We help people. Uh, what do you want? What was he trying to get? A Works Connection starting device. Oh, got it. Okay. Uh, yep. Unless that was a – do you think that was a, for a free one? No, I don't, I don't believe so. I, I think that was a legit question. Uh, Justin, what's up, man? Last question for Jason Thomas. Uh, mine's more geared towards, I guess, the Nationals and Dungey. So with Dungey coming back, I know that you've been a little critical on him with being out for a little bit. Um, do you think that he would come back if he didn't think that he could be within the top five? See, I mean, he seems yeah. like a pretty serious guy. Right. See, I'm with you. I'm Justin. I'm with you. Like he's got to feel like, oh shit, I feel pretty good, right? Like that's why I'm coming back. Yeah. So and then riding with the t- at the test tracks, I, you would think he would be gauging himself off the other guys. I know, man, but. Five and a half years, six years gone. Like, yeah. it just, it never goes well. So, you know, but then, yeah, he doesn't come. He's not coming back to get eighth and eat a bunch of dirt right. in a moto. So, I'm with you, well, man. So that kind of yeah. leads into my other question. So, with we're seeing a lot of excitement around, like, Hurlings and Dungy. And um, I know Hurlings isn't coming now, but Caroli. Does, with the... Uh, 
international Supercross getting ready to kick off and probably pulling a lot of guys to Supercross-only contracts, possibly. Does MX Sports have any value in starting to invest into teams to bring you know those kind of high-profile riders back that get a little excitement back into the the motocross seasons? Well, I, I mean, they're not going to do that, no. Uh, MX Sports isn't going to help the teams out as far as that goes. Um, but this is really good for the Nationals right now to have Dungeon Caroli come in. This is the, you know, if, if you're going to not have Cooper Webb there, um, and you, but you can replace it with Dungeon Caroli, who aren't, in my opinion, going to win, but are going to attract a ton of attention. And fans, JT, if you're MX Sports, you're loving this. Oh, yeah, this is a godsend for them. Um, the, I think, you know, Hurlings was obviously the big fish that they were hoping for. I don't think that they even really were counting on anything with Dungey. Like, that kind of came kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, to grab headlines and create buzz and all those things, uh, yeah, I mean, I think more people are excited for this, this motocross series, especially the opening rounds, than anybody has been in a long time. Do you think Dungey can legitimately win races this summer, JT? I think it's possible, but I would say the odds are against him. Um, it, it's just really challenging to take that much time off and then find the pace that has been improving for several years in your absence. That's just a really challenging thing to do. Um, time marches on, the pace gets better as bikes improve and things just evolve and you're getting older. Like he is significantly older than he was when he left. And you could even argue that he was starting to face a decline at that time. Like he was still great, but I think intensity was his biggest challenge then. Now add four or five years onto that, and now you're going to try to match that intensity again. Um, I just think I think it's going to be tough. I, I'm not saying he won't be top ten. I think he's top ten all day. Oh, but I'm saying 10, to yeah, be, yeah, yeah. but to be but, top one, two, three, four, five is, is going to be tough. He's 32. I just looked it up. He's 32 right now, and um, he. But I'm with Justin, the caller here, JT. Like he's got to think that he's going to be top five or, or up. That's thinking, how he feels. Thinking, you can think whatever you want. I know, but that's how he feels. I'm sure he thinks he's going to be really competitive. Yeah, of yeah. course. Right. I, I don't. I have no doubt. Otherwise, he wouldn't do it. But there's a difference between what you think you're going to do and what you end up doing. Um, yeah. I, I just think it's going to be tougher than he's expecting. I think the pace is shockingly fast. Uh, when you've been gone that long. Yep. And um, that's it. Like the yep. guys, Brandis, Tomac, those guys at the very tip end of the spear, they are absolutely sending it. And it's, I, I just yep. think that's going to be difficult to, to replicate. Justin, thanks for the Did call, man. Yeah. Oh, Do we know if he'll be on the new bike or uh, because it's kind of a one-off thing, will he maybe get a ride last year's bike? Uh, no, he'll be on the new bike. Yeah, for cool. sure. Uh, thanks, guys. Have thanks for show. calling, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, all right, uh, JT, thanks for, uh, thanks for calling. We will see you. You are not coming. In time for the Yamaha LCQ race. Very upsetting to me. Um, I don't know what you could possibly have that's more important, but, you know, we'll... Well, I, my, my flight is different. I don't have a hotel. All those it's things are very, different. So. Very uh, disappointing, but life will go on, and, um, you know, we'll talk don't about it. Don't blame me. Blame the wind. Blame Denver, the wind. Okay. I was there and ready. Okay, all right. Fair enough. All right, thanks for calling, man. All right, see you guys. Uh, that's Jason Thomas, everybody. Uh, next up, coming up, Michael Antonovich. FMF, uh, the... FMF Vision uh, was born from a desire to outperform and go faster. For nearly 50 years, FMF Racing has been leading in the pursuit of precision, power, and speed. They now offer a full range of performance goggles, goggle accessories, and sunglasses. Give them a follow on Instagram at FMF Vision to learn more. Max's tires, of course. 
Uh, Kay Clayson using FMF and Max's tires, but not putting in the main event. Um, so he, we are not giving those FMF goggles away, but we are giving away a Fly Racing Grande Roller gear bag. 702-586-7857. Still doing that. Thanks to Pro Taper. Thank you to Plum Creek Funding and, of course, Get and Fly Racing. Uh, let's welcome our next guest. He is uh, from Swap Moto Live. Father, a new father. It's incredible. Uh, he, he is a father. I can't believe it. Michael Antonovich, what's up? What's going on, Mathis? I can't believe you're a dad. I can't, I can't either. I can't believe you're I don't know st- why they let me do it. You're still just Anton to me, but yet you're like a dad now. So Yeah, it, yeah it's weird. I, I think it's weird for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, probably, right? Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit, uh, uh, recap a few stuff. So my Yamaha LCQ Challenge race is tomorrow, 2 o'clock-ish. Um, who do you like to win this thing? Six minutes plus a lap. Chiz and Brees are on the back row. Like, what, what are you thinking? I like JT's point. Moran's, if he's up front, gets a good start and can hold on. Because he did well last week in the LCQ, like the real LCQ mm-hmm. in Denver. So that could be pretty good. Kevin's a good starter. It doesn't really matter against two. Uh, but for Chiz, you know, Kyle's going to push through the pack the way he always does. Um, so, yeah, I think like JT said, it's going to come down to really those two guys. And Brees will make it interesting, too. I think he'll be right there with them. And he could kind of be the wrecking ball, you I think, would think. You think he can get into like a podium spot from second row? Uh, Brees is pushing his way in, around enough guys. I could okay. see like a top five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because I think you're going to have enough carnage. You know what's going to be interesting to me, though, and you guys were kind of talking about it earlier? Isn't it from, like, 7th or back, there's, like, certain positions that pay more? Uh, just 7th pays, like, a 1000 bucks more. How much strategy do you think guys are going to know about, like, that one position? I don't you think know, they have any. Head or back? No, these are privateer guys. They don't have any strategy, I don't think. Just send it. I think so, right? Don't you? Mm, probably you yeah. are uh, you are giving a hundred bucks to the uh, uh, hard charger award. Thank you for that. Yeah, most, yeah, I think that's cool. Um, yeah, I just even if you go down, I want to see how many passes a guy makes in that first lap. That could yeah. be really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, is it just the number of first passes in the first lap? Oh no, no, like yeah, whoever makes race. the most passes. Yeah. Period. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I yeah. thought. Uh, yeah, we got some real cool uh, uh, money coming in for this thing. Really looking forward to it. Um, uh, so, how worried are you for Christian? What What's your worry level for Christian Craig? Like. One to a hundred percent. Where are you at? Like a thirty-five. Oh wow! Um, I'm way less, but okay, but yeah. Thirty-five though, but just don't get baited into anything. Just don't do anything. Don't do anything you don't need to do. Just ride the laps you need to ride. Finish where you need to finish. Right. Don't do anything and get caught up in anybody else's ideas or or strategy or anything. Just go out and do what you need to do. JT's point about like half thrasher just be the blocker is ideal you know christian can ride around in like seventh place or eighth place or ninth place and i would think that nate could manage that pace pretty well too and just kind of keep it going uh because hunter and jet are going to be the two guys that are really going to be trying to go for it the most out of anybody and forkner i think those are your three dudes that are really trying to race for the win all day on saturday well i don't know i mean it's, it's not a bad point what he made but i mean you got there's 22 other riders you got to find nate thrasher you got, you know what I mean? All that stuff. Like, I, I, sure, if it works out, but you got a lot of things to fall in, into order for that to work out. To thrash the buffer to be, that he had. I mean, it's even Christian can be outside of the top ten yeah. and still do it. Yeah, yeah. that's not that's, bad. That's why when you, you know, said thirty-five, though, that that's high, man. It's just not getting caught up in like I'm right. going to go send some big quad out of a slippery corner <laughs> on press day, or I'm going to come off of like the start straightaway into those whoops crooked, and then like miss the rear wheel. It's something like that that just like. No offense to anybody, but we know these things happen, you know, and you yeah. don't want to get this close to the finish 
and see it, and it's right there, and just be like, I got to send it one more time just to show everybody. Like, you stamped it already. It's done. I like Hunter to win again. Uh, He's on a roll. He's riding very well, right? You're with me on that? Yeah. Yeah. I think Hunter's Hunter's speed right now is, is pretty impressive, and just the way that, like, he can play the game. He knows what's going on. He feels like he's in control. He doesn't really have any, like, it was him and Christian really in the West Coast because Michael was just a tick back. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, like, I think he had one up on Christian where he knew, like, I could get him into doing something that he doesn't want to do. And uh, I think, like, Hunter's just been on it right now. Jet would be the other one. And, you know, to see how those two guys would be back-to-back on this, Jet's probably going to give Hunter the position for sure. Just, like, go get the other three points that you need. Right, right. Uh, Forkner won last race. Good job for Forkner, like, he has not. That's his first win in, whatever, three years or something. Um, it's been a while, and he really needed it. I, I felt like um, that was a big win for Austin Forkner. Yeah, I even when we watched that race, uh, I told my wife, I'm like, he needs that win from that Atlanta Heat race of how he came all the way back, you know, from, from way back to get to there. Uh, just kind of building confidence, building confidence. He's had those sketchy moments, but he's ridden them out. He's had a slam got up from it, been able to go race for a win after that. I think that's going to be like the big one where is that what brings him back to the whole like I'm the top 250 guy right now? You know, can I be up against it and who can I show like I'm just as good as you guys even though I haven't been here for a while? He's definitely going to try to do that at some point in time. Um, it's just a matter of when. And uh, I think this weekend's a good chance for it, for it to be the last Supercross race of the season You know, at a mm-hmm. track that He's got a bit of a history at. Yeah, hard to see Jason Anderson losing this weekend. He's been good at Salt Lake in the past. Uh, he's in New Mexico, all of that stuff. He's on a roll. Like I, I think he'll get the seventh win this weekend. I don't. I think Sexton could beat him, maybe Mookie. But yeah, really, really like uh, Jason to get another win. Yeah, yeah, and it was pretty telling what he said in the press conference last week that they're still pushing through this testing and pushing through the week to really hone in the bike so he knows what he's on next year because it's going to be the same bike next year. Yep. You know, Cowie just released a 23-450 this week. It's the same thing. So good of Jason and those guys to just keep racing forward like it's no different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then, you know, the Nationals coming. Like, Jason has never typically been, like, the most unbelievable outdoor guy, but we know he can ride it well. Um so I think that if he's, like, a little slow to start at, like, Paula or Hangtown or whatever, that's fine. But come Thunder Valley, I would think by then he's kind of back into, like, hey, I'm here. I've been doing my outdoor motos. Let's uh, get back to where we need to be. I'm on the record. I think he wins a national this year. I think he breaks the streak. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep, yep. I think he breaks the, the winless outdoor streak this summer. Um, he's, he's riding that well. Uh, let's get to Todd on one. Todd, what's up, man? What's your question about Eli Tomac? Hey. Are we really worried about him performing in outdoors? I am. JT's not. So let's let let's let Anton uh, break the tie. Uh, bad MCL ligament. Anton can't hold the bike. Um, you know what I mean. Hurts him later in the motos. Where are you at with this? Uh, I think those first few races will be pretty telling about like where his levels at or what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think just getting that Supercross championship that was mission accomplished for the year. Anything else after that's just bonus. Um, so I, I could see it going either way. If it's going okay yeah. and he's able to keep pushing, it's just like how the Dungeon or the Cairoli thing is right now. Like, if it's going well, there's no reason why would you stop. Uh, but if it's like, eh, 
this isn't what I thought it would be. Nobody would be bummed if they pulled out and kind of reassess what they're going to do after that. See, and I'm with you on that, and I don't think the first two will go that well because he needs the rest. He can't ride that much, right? He's got to get this thing healthy. Rest is the only way to do it. So the first two, he comes out, he gets seventh and, a, and an eighth or five and seven or whatever the first two. And he's like, yeah, I got the Supercross title. I'm good. I don't know. That's how I see it um, Hang, but like I mean, it's Eli at Hangtown. Like, how gnarly could that be on that bike? Like, yeah, I hope he's yeah. fucking ready to go at that point because that could just right. be like, whoa! Could you believe that he did that? That Southwick. There's going to be a couple races this year where it's like, man, if Eli's on it on that bike, we could really see something. Right. And uh, I really hope we all don't get robbed of that this year because, like, it's so brewing up to be like the greatest summer in the most strange ways. Uh, oh, yeah, Kai Rowley yeah. and Dunge. And I think we might be selling Dunge just a tad short because he's been trying to get back, you know, for, you know, a couple tries that he's been coming back and flirting with us. You know he's been eating at it. And when you see somebody like Dunge that reaches down and shifts his broken shift lever in the air, I mean, this guy's badass. And I think with he's been brewing and this has been eating at him. I bet you we see some top three action. Wow, okay, all right. Uh, I'm not there, but uh, what do you think, Anton? Uh, top, I think Dungey's like top seven. I think it's just like Ryan's not going to try to do anything that um, he doesn't feel comfortable doing. I think that like even his wife has been very adamant, like, hey, just go have, like, go do it, but please don't get hurt because we've already avoided disaster <laughs> one time. Yeah. You know, like well, Ryan's that, definitely probably... going to be within his limits on this one. Yeah. yeah, and that tells us more than anything. If his wife's in the background saying, you come home broken, oh, I'm going to yeah, kick your ass. She's going to be that way. Uh, thanks for the call, man. You want the fly racing gear bag? Hell yeah. All right, man. Thanks for calling. We'll give it to you. Stay on hold, all right? Hey, keep up the good work. Love the show. Thank you very much. appreciate it. Uh, so I thought Max Anstey was going to ride for Cowie. I had heard Savachi, and then I did some digging. And I was told, nah, we don't think Joe, they don't think Joey's knee is going to be um, ready to go. It'll take a while to get up to speed. So, you know, that doesn't really work for us. I think we'll go with Anstey. And lo and behold, I think it's back to Savachi. So um, what do you think about that? Yeah, it's, I kind of saw all that unfolding today with Max saying, like, he didn't get anything lined up. But then it was over the weekend even, I guess, Joey's dad posted on Vital. Like, Michael Lindsay had posted, yeah, hey, Max is going to Cali, and then someone under a certain name was like, are you sure about that? And then Michael found out or said that it's Joey's dad. Oh, boy. So that was, like, kind of the first inkling of, like, oh, shit, okay, that's, that's you know, keep an eye on this one. Um, and I think it's also pretty telling of, like, Cowie knows how good Joey is, and there's apparently no grudge or anything like that from what happened a few years ago when they parted ways. Like, they think that Joey's going to be good on that bike, and he's worthy of a chance, and he's the best agent or free agent out there for them right now, Joey's going to do pretty well. You know, I think yeah. that that's cool to see. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I'm stoked too, because of, you know, he really did ride well that summer and he had some bike problems and he deserved mm-hmm. to, to, you know, to stay there. Uh, but Adam seems really was coming. So you understood the decision. So I'm happy for it. I just don't know where it, and I talked to somebody very close to the situation where they were like, yeah, Joey's not going to be up to speed. So, you know, we don't really know. And then all of a sudden, it's, it's, it's back to Joey. So I don't know how that went. But anyway, it's good for Joey Savacci. Yeah, Yeah, and there could be a lot of other things. You know, so, uh, Ansi was really 
you know, excited to go to Florida and be down there and, like, face a life down there because he really likes it. Um, you know, but we know as racers these guys will go anywhere at the drop of a hat if an opportunity is there. So that's not to say, like, if Cowie said you got to move to Florida, he wouldn't mm-hmm. have gone. Or move to California, he wouldn't have gone. But, you know, there's just certain things, and I'm sure that there's a history there. You know, they, they know Joey. They know what's going to happen. It's pretty much the same bike. Like, mm-hmm. there's probably a lot of things that they could go to, and I would think he's going to be working with Shanty. It's like yeah. kind of plug and play at that point. Nothing against Max, but Max has enough other people in the industry that I think are interested in him that he could work his way into if he needed to. There's always some – somebody's always going to take a risk – or not a risk, but a chance on Max. A chance, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens uh, there. Hey, so Shane McElrath looks like the Rockstar Husky ride. He's going to ride there that summer. I would assume that means Dino is out for the Nationals. Dino said he'd be out for a while. Uh, I didn't. I still thought he would make the end of the Nationals, but I guess this sort of means Dino's not in. McElrath's a replacement. I think that's good. I think that's a good pickup. Yeah, I think so too. You know, and it's – right there for Shane he's he's in there he knows the brand he knows everybody that's over there it's the same bike um and that's another one of those things where if a guy has a history with an OEM they're always going to go back to him when they need him yeah although his his history didn't 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 go that well didn't remember exactly yeah, go yeah. that well right. yeah but right. like even though think about this like anytime that something's ever come up like hey you know Shane be pretty good on KTM or KTM's got their eye on Shane or something like that it's mm-hmm. kind of always been murmured it's never it's same thing with Joey Joey was never really too far removed from Roger or Ian in these last few years either. Right. Yeah, true. Um, hey, I heard uh, Jeremy Martin to Club MX, this uh, from somebody close to J-Mart. Um, I thought he was going to race some nationals this summer, and I think I even tweeted that maybe like a week ago because I thought his surgery would be done by then, but I guess it's not. Uh, so he's out for the nationals. And, uh, yeah, going to Club MX next year. I think that if it's going to be on a 450, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good for Jeremy. It's time. You know, he's he's ready to do it. The this last two years, this last try on the star deal, like wouldn't that have been? It would have been sweet if it worked out. You know, like especially just to see Jeremy get the one title that he was kind of missing and mm-hmm. keep fighting for that factory ride because he is a guy that's worthy of it. But at the same time, he's always been a realist and knows like I'm going to have to take the best opportunity that comes my way. Um, and if this is it. And he sees how well his brother's doing on the 450 class on the same equipment. Jeremy could do well next year once it comes time. Yeah. You know, he's not he's not bad on a 450. He's he's got a limited history on it, but the results are there. You know, it's a sliding doors type of moment, though. Like he turned down Mitch. Like he had the offer from Mitch, turned Mitch down to go to Star because Star said they had a 450 transition form, which you know didn't happen. And I'm not saying that Star Yamaha causes injuries at all because that's je- why he didn't perform is due to injury the last two years back at Star. Yeah. But sliding glass door, maybe J Mart should have took the Cali ride. Yeah, but then at the same time, like, where does the Cali ride go to either? Because there's the same Austin Forkner's running into the same problem of you were going to be Team Green's next great hope, and you don't know where you're going after this. Mm-hmm. There's no promise that J Mart would have the same thing, you know, and that's interesting to see, like, what does Cowie do in these next few years? Because I've heard, like, oh, third bike. But then I've also heard Monster might be good with them just running one bike at a time right now because they never put a replacement in next to Jason all Supercross season. So, like, mm-hmm. who knows what they're really going to do. Right. But um, for Jeremy, like, it's another one of those situations where if you knew it and you thought that was going to happen, like, you can't really fault him. No, no. Because. Great bike. You know. Great bike. Great bike. Yep. You know it. 
you're going right to it. Right. You know. Uh, Bob's on three. Bob, what's going on, man? Hey, I have a couple questions for you. One is on Dungey. Uh, what drives how many races he's doing? Do they possibly have someone else that's a backup that's already possibly in the works coming in, and they just want to see, hey, we can't have him until the no, second, third round? No, I don't think so. Not at all. Um, I think he does all of them unless it's a complete disaster. Now, you know, to me, a complete disaster is outside the top ten. There's no way that happens. But maybe Dungy's complete disaster is not in the top five. But uh, what do you think, Anton? Does he keep going? Or and and what's what what would what kind of results would he would he uh, have to get for him to not do it? I think he's in for all of them now, especially that Cooper told Iser uh, that he's done, that he's out for the summer. I guess so. If that's the case, I think Dungy's in for all of them. Um, that would be great. I, think, I'm, I was hoping to get him in Red Bud. And then like get a yep. get a, a autograph. Right, right. Yeah, and then I, I was think looking like, at the first two races. Right, right. Go ahead, Anton. But I think Sorry, like man. outside the top ten would be like disaster. Oh. But you know, maybe after all the for him. Yeah, um, yeah, hundred percent. I I agree with you. I think that with everybody right now, like the expectations have to be a little bit uh, realistic. You know, it's a very fast class, and like Ryan knows what he's capable of. Top ten's pretty damn good in yeah, this day and yeah, age with yeah. all these dudes that are out there going for it. Like, mm-hmm. is he really going to send it as hard as like Chase Sexton or Barsha is going to send it for that? I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, I agree. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate no, hey, it. A couple, another question: If you would go to the first two, one of the first two races, which one would you choose in terms of the venue? Hangtown. Anton? Hangtown. Hangtown. Anton? Hangtown. Yeah. Like I lived 15 minutes from Paula, and I would tell you to go to Hangtown just to view is better 10 times. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, thanks, guys. Right, no problem. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. Get Pro Taper, FMF Vision, Maxis, Plum Creek Funding, Swap Moto Lives, uh, Michael Antonovich on the line. And, Anton, are you going this weekend? I'm not. I'm not. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer, like, uh, to have Denver be, like, the last one last week. I was like, oh, man, that's kind of like a lame one to go out on. But it was right. cool. Right. To see Eli get the championship like that, I'll agree with what anybody said this week. Uh, hearing how nuts that crowd went for him when he crossed the whole shot line in the heat race, I was like, wow, it's yeah. on today. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really cool. All right, last call. Eddie Ray, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, what's going on, boys? What's going on? How are you? Uh, long time no talk, hanging in there, just, you know, living the dream down here in good old South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. Uh, what's going on? Hey, listen, so I, I obviously I've been following along and uh, seeing all this stuff for the, you know, obviously what you're doing for all the privateer guys. Um, I had a kind of an idea. Sure. Obviously, a ton of money is going to go towards the riders. I don't know who's actually in the race, but I'll tell you what me and Jess want to do. Obviously, you'll appreciate this. You were a mechanic. I was a mechanic. Whoever's in, I want to put all, maybe put all their names, draw one rider out. I want to give that guy's mechanic 300 bucks. Nice. Okay, so random, not the winner's mechanic, just random. I mean, you, the winner's going to get it, and hopefully he's going to take care of his, uh, um, you know, take care of his mechanic. But, you know, hey, you know, most of these guys are grinding it out, oh, driving yeah. the van, sleeping on the floor. You know, I know. Remember the Aerostar? Oh, yeah. We know what it's oh, all yeah, about. Yeah. So I think that instead of giving it to the top guy, let's just pick out of the 22 guys that are in it. If you just put their name, draw a name, and whoever his mechanic is, let's give him 300 bucks. 
I like it. Thank you, Eddie. Very nice of you. So, Let's do it. Yeah, cool. And then just let me know how to okay. uh, get you. Uh, well, um, yeah, you can PayPal me. You can Zell me. Whatever. You got my info. Send, you you so. got my note. Send that to me. I'll have Jeff send it right over to you. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have the boss <laughs> send it over. Uh, very nice <laughs> of you, Eddie. Uh, cool, man. Good to, good to hear your voice. Thanks for calling in, man. Good job. Yeah, no worries, boys. See you. All right, see you. 300 bucks to a winning mechanic, or to a mechanic, Eddie's I should a man. Say. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Really, really cool to do that, and I'm sure the privateer guys will, will dig it as well. So, uh, all right, Anton, give me your winners this weekend. Yeah, I think Jason, uh, just kind of hard to beat. Yeah. You know, he's on a roll, and yep. I think that'll be just like the cap off of a great season, most laps led, most wins, like unbelievable year for Jason um, in kind of every way. Uh, and I think like just like Eli, you know, he kind of really needed to have that fire rewit. Um, and he'll be there for a little bit longer, I would think. Uh, just kind of keep racing. And interesting to see just how good he's been. You know, it seems like they've come easier than they ever have before. Mm-hmm. And then for the shootout, uh, I think Hunter. You know, I think yep. everything just kind of lines out for Hunter to do it, especially if Jets in second and lets him go get those three points. Really boring, predictable picks, but I'm with you. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, I'm exactly there. So, uh, Swap Moto Lives, Michael Antonovich. Thanks for calling in, Anton. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, boys. Yeah. All right, see you. That's Michael Antonovich, everybody in the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. And as we talked about at the top, we're off for a couple of weeks, but we are back before Paula to preview the first round of the Soil Pro Motocross Championships. Don't forget Mav TV, Pulpo Mech Show on Mav TV, Mav TV Plus. Big news, Tits. You're going to be on uh, TV, but we got to call you Peter, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. Producer Pete is what I was uh, vying for years and years ago when we did the original one. All right, Producer Pete, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you in a couple weeks.